You are Locked On Horn Frogs. Your daily podcast on the TCU Horn Frogs. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome into Locked On Horn Frogs, your daily TCU podcast. I'm Steven Simcox, and it's Monday during baseball season, which means my friend Eric Hughes is with me. Uh, this episode, the show brought to you by Built Bar. You can use a promo code, new promo code, so listen carefully, LOCKED15, that's LOCKED15, and if you use that, you get 20% off your next order at BuiltBar.com, but uh, Eric, let's talk some baseball. I wanted to start, however, uh, Eric also does sound and production for TCU soccer, and if you don't know, TCU soccer team is pretty good. They won the Big 12 in the fall, and they are playing uh, kind of a weird short exhibition season in the spring leading up to what we hope is a NCAA tournament. Uh, and they played Oklahoma State, who's a top 15 team in the soccer rankings this weekend on, on Friday night or on Saturday, excuse me, Saturday. And they won four to nothing, looked great. So, Eric, I mean, I don't know if the people in Fort Worth realize it, but we got a pretty legit soccer team uh, there on campus that's playing really good ball right now. Yeah, man, the the Lady Frogs are looking good. They, yeah, they they're undefeated this season. Back in the fall, they never lost a game. I think had one tie and then went faced faced off against West Virginia, uh, the last game of the season in like a top five matchup in the country uh, for the Big Twelve title and, and beat them. And so that was their first Big Twelve title ever. And yeah, coming into the spring, they. Just had a lot of a lot of momentum. They've got a lot of girls that are really good. Yasmin Ryan was the sixth overall pick uh, in the professional league draft this spring, and then Emily Alvarado is uh, the goalkeeper, and she's actually going to be um, starting on Team Mexico uh, coming up here in the summertime. So they've got a really good squad, and our top five in the nation. The playoffs—they're um, kind of doing a bubble season later on uh, towards the end of April out in North Carolina. So kind of a bummer. They won't get to host any uh, playoff games in Fort Worth, but it's been fun to get to see these girls just really wreck shop. Like you said, four to nothing against Oklahoma state on Saturday. And they're, they're looking good, man. Yeah. Impressive win. Uh, you mentioned Emily Alvarado going to play on the Mexican national team, which is pretty wild. Uh, yeah. I started tweeting about that last week and Eric Bell is um, one of the just really good dudes you know around I got to know him a little yep. bit when I was at KTCU and he was always very gracious with his time so it's, it's great to see him building something over there but uh, also uh, on the good news front TCU baseball is red hot they swept yep. Oklahoma this weekend and really the Sunday game today was the only uh, close game in the series. They ended up winning 7-3 after falling behind 3-0. Uh, but the first couple nights, they won convincingly against an Oklahoma team that, similar to Baylor, doesn't look great, but it's still a sweep on the road. And the starting pitching, it wasn't as dominant as it was last week, Garrett. And the numbers at the end might not look great just because OU scored some runs. Um, kind of when those games got out of hand on Friday and Saturday. But if they continue to impress. Johnny Ray didn't have his best start today, but hung in there after a couple tough innings. Um, and, and this is starting to shape up, Eric. As look, It's looking like it's one of the best rotations 
in the conference, and, and we'll we'll get a better look at that against Texas Tech this weekend. Yeah, yeah, all three guys have been um, just shown that they can absolutely get the job done. I, I mean, I tell you what, I've been really impressed uh, with Austin Krobe just mm-hmm. so far this season. This is a guy that hasn't started, uh, hasn't been in the rotation before his second his second season with the Frogs, and he was a reliever last year, and just coming in this year and pitching on. Saturdays just really getting the job done has um, gone consistently gone six seven innings throughout uh, the start of the season so it's been it that's just been a really nice surprise I think getting just a day two starter that is has looked shut down so far so um, yeah we'll see if the frogs can keep that up uh, with a couple of tough matchups coming up but yeah absolutely the rotation has um it definitely looks to be one of the tops in the in the big 12 it does they're uh, they're in a good way right now they're, they're throwing the ball really well so they set the table and uh this lineup is is raking um it, it seems like maybe OU's park is a little bit of a launching pad I know their hitting yeah. numbers were pretty crazy coming into this series and uh you had some home a lot of home runs from TCU this weekend but Gene mm-hmm. Wood continues to crush um Gray Rogers hit one out on Saturday Porter Brown hit one out today Braden Taylor hit a few yeah this feels like and I wouldn't have guessed this to start the season because they had a really kind of tough start to the year against some good SEC teams but I think this might be the best lineup they've had top to bottom since some of those Luke and Baker-led teams that could really smash. Uh, mm-hmm. And their identity started to be, like, we can hit the ball and our starting pitching is good enough. Um, but, Eric, it, it feels like they're really rounding into form and not only hitting home runs, but just getting big hits and big moments like they did today. Yeah, yeah, you, you said the right phrase there, top to bottom. I think that's what the last few years they've been lacking. I think they've had – They've had some good hitters in the middle of the order, um, you know, there with Josh Watson or whoever it may be. But we had Jake Gunther that had a great season. But it just seemed to be there was maybe a few guys, but once you got down to six, seven, eight, nine guys, um, it was just tough to tough to keep the the bats rolling there. But this this season, the frogs have shown that you're not necessarily going to have every single guy on top of things and on fire at the same moment but you've seen that multiple guys can get the job done and I think that's the key um, in a long season that you have to have different guys that are able to come through in big moments and um, you know the frogs have had each each guy at the beginning of the season we talked about the freshmen and then we've kind of lately been hitting on the 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 veterans the seniors and so it's just nice to see that there's a lot of depth to the order um, and I think that's something that you have to have if you want to go deep in the postseason like the Frogs, of course, want to do. I'd agree with that. And the bottom of the order was really good this weekend. Like I, I mentioned Gray Rogers hitting a home run. Porter Brown, had, I believe, had three RBIs today. Uh, Tommy Sacco, when they were down 3 nothing, came up in a big spot with two outs and got a two-run double. Um, hitting right hand. I, sometimes Eric, I forget that he's a switch hitter. Like he'll just step in the yeah. box right-handed and I'm like, oh yeah, Tommy hits on both sides of the plate. But he got one uh, up against the wall and drove in a couple of runs. So that, that's an encouraging development. Um, 
Injury-wise, Connor Shepard did not play this weekend. Don't have an update on him. I just know he was out again. And then one thing I wanted to, to bring up with you and just kind of discuss for a little while, uh, Luke Boyers was in the lineup on Saturday, and he, I believe he came in on Friday too late in the game. Mm-hmm. But he didn't start today, and Porter Brown is still hitting the ball well. So mm-hmm. I don't know how Slosh goes about this, Eric, and it might be kind of a day-on, day-off type of deal, but it, it's really hard to take Porter Brown out of the lineup, especially if he's going to hit home runs, which I don't think will be a regular <laughs> occurrence, but that was a big surprise today when he did it. Sure, yeah. No, and I, I think early on in the season you saw the way that Luke Boyers was hitting the ball, and you're like, man, this guy, you can't take this guy out of the lineup, and then you slot – Porter Brown, and he's been hitting the ball really well. So it is one of those tough situations where you're trying to figure out how to manage it and um, not necessarily make everybody happy, but just keep everybody uh, engaged and in a rhythm. Um, So that's going to be something that Schloss is going to have to work his magic on. And, um, you know, there's some stuff that you can do. You can uh, use one guy as a DH one day and kind of move guys around. Um, But, yeah, I mean, as long as – the, as the old saying goes, if you hit well, you're going to be in the lineup. Like, Schloss is not going to be – he's not going to pull you if you're hitting the ball well, even um, if you have somebody that is um, just a much better defender or something like that. Like, if you're hitting the ball well, you're going to be in the lineup. So, it's going to be tough to um, – I don't think he's going to be pulling Porter Brown uh, out of the lineup the way that he's been hitting the last couple of weeks. My conversation with Eric Hughes will continue in a moment, but first I want to tell you about betonline.ag national title game is tonight. You might be wondering, hey, I don't have a dog in the fight. I don't really want to root for Baylor because I'm a TCU person. Totally understandable. Why don't you put some money on Gonzaga or put some money on some prop bets over under whatever it is that uh, you're comfortable with. Go to betonline.ag today and sign up. You can get a 20% sign-up bonus if you sign up today. Betonline.ag, use the promo code LOCKEDON. Lee Sterling from Paramount Sports runs it. He's been doing the Vegas uh, world, been working in the Vegas world for years. He knows his stuff. He knows sports. He's there to help you out, to help you make some money. Betonline.ag, MLB season is in full swing now. In the opening week of the year, get on it while you can. BetOnline.ag, sign up today. No, I don't think so either. And I, I forgot to say, great name drop there with Jake Gunther. I totally forgot about him. Was he a Georgia Tech transfer a couple of years ago? Yeah, man. He had a – that season he hit like 350 with like yeah. a, a bunch of home runs. He was a beast. No, he had a great year. I mean, that was a, a forgotten year in a lot of ways, unfortunately, for the team. But – he was fantastic, and he should have been the hero of the Big 12 tournament because um, he had a bomb against Baylor, mm. but we won't talk about that. They, they should have won that <laughs> game. Anyway, Jake Gunther, uh, yeah, he should have been the hero that day because I think it was like a two-run shot that he mm. launched to center um, in Oklahoma City that gave them the lead late in that game. So, Eric, I have asked you this question multiple weeks now, so I'm going to ask it to you in a different way. Because uh, I texted you Friday night in frustration when <laughs> the game was over and they're just TCU's just trying to get some outs late uh, and they have to bring Halen Green in because Oklahoma started putting together some hits and getting some runs. So I, I won't ask you about who you know their their guy is late in the game other than these two guys, but I'll, I'll phrase it this way. How big of a problem is it that it still feels like 
the bullpen arms that you trust are Halen Green and Chuck King mm-hmm. and maybe Marcelo Perez, and that's mm-hmm. like that's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean it. The, it's definitely it's definitely a problem. I mean, it's not going to be a problem if the if the frogs keep hitting the way that they are. But yeah. once it comes down to it, you're going to have to have uh, you're going to you're going to have some close games. Like that's just that's the way it's going to be. Uh, that's the way baseball goes. The great Ron Washington says. So um, you know, I, I I feel like I have to to bite the bullet on this one because I I coming into the season I was thinking that the depth of the bullpen was going to be the strength of the team like that mm-hmm. just based on watching these guys pitch uh, and just seeing the stuff they have they have so many guys that throw hard um, but just because you throw hard doesn't necessarily mean that uh, you're going to get the production and the outs that you uh, want out of the guys and so you know somebody's going to have to step up uh, when it comes down to it there's going to be some games in conference, particularly against some of the, the better teams that you're, you'll see coming up where you're going to have high leverage situations uh, late in innings and you're going to need somebody else other than Halen Green or Chuck King to, to get you out of it. And so, um, you know, we're still waiting to see who that guy is going to be to step up. We've seen a few guys here and there, but nobody consistently so far. So um, it's something that um, hopefully they're, they'll be able to figure out. Um, but Fortunately for the Frogs, it hasn't bit them so far this season. Well, and I won't kill you on that bullpen prediction because, I mean, you're right. Like, Saturday, Harrison Bethy comes in, and they're up by, like, 15 runs. And Eric, like, he's throwing 99. Like, uh-huh. I mean, he's he's almost hitting triple digits on the gun, but he walks, like, three guys in a row. Uh-huh. Yep. and it also doesn't help, though, too. You know, they just seem to get really unfocused late in those games sometimes because uh, Gray Rogers booted one, and then Sacco had, like, his day, what seems like his daily hard-hit ball to short that he just kind of fumbles. Um, that extended those games as well. I just – I don't know. At a certain point, you, you talked about the uh, games being close. I, I looked it up today because I was thinking about it. They've played two one-run games all season. Wow. We're 27 and they're probably games. early on. Yeah. And it, one was Mississippi State, which mm-hmm. was the second game of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the other one was Sam Houston, which was in the Mid-Made Classic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and that's been it. Now, they've, I mean, they've had some three-run games, some four-run games, but usually that's been Halen Green going three innings. Mm-hmm. And it, it almost feels like – Halen, it's it's like me watching my kids try to get dressed. I'm not going to do anything independently because they're at an age where I want them to try, but then they can't do it, and I have to get up and walk over there and help them. And, like, that feels like Halen's job is he's this old man who's just sitting there, and they're trying to let these other guys figure it out. And then it's like, okay, you're going to have to come in and throw two-thirds of an inning here because we can't get we can't get outs. That, that might be one of the greatest analogies in podcast history, right there, I have to say. I, I'm all, I'm all, I know exactly what you mean by that. That's hilarious. But it is – I mean, I, I, I don't know who – if it's a 4-3 game this weekend, I don't know who they throw in the ninth unless it's one of those long relief guys that just still has 
10 pitches left. I mean, Mm -hmm. Garrett Wright can do it. Perez has done it in the past. Um, they just haven't been in the situation much. And, and, and that's part of the problem too. You mentioned like higher leverage situations. There haven't been a ton of games where that's even been the case and the chances that those guys have gotten. I mean, mm-hmm. I think Garrett, Garrett Wright came in on Saturday. I think that was only his second or third appearance of the season. Mm-hmm. So it, it's hard to just call on guys and be like, all right, come in and throw strikes when, yes. when you're not getting regular appearances. Yeah. Well, and, just looking at it the way that it's been so far, um, whichever the first game of the series is that is a close game, Schloss is automatically, from what we've seen, he's going to go to Halen Green. Like, he's yeah. not going to mess around. He's not going to hope that he can use them later on the series. He's going he's gonna to use them. Um, and so, you know, it's worked out that way several times to where it's been a Friday night game. Um, it wasn't like that this weekend, but it's been the Friday night and you use Halen for three innings and you're like, oh, are we going to – like, is he done for the rest of the series? And then, you know, we come, the, the team comes out and puts up 10, 12 runs on the board and so you haven't needed to use them. So it's just going to be something that you're going to have to have to see when it happens. Um, I still – I'm still going to stick with my guns and I think that Marcelo Perez is going to – figure it out. He hasn't quite gotten in that groove yet this year. I still think that um, he's, he's the guy that I think is going to be able to get things figured out and um, you're going to be able to use him in situations like that where you don't have Halen. It hasn't happened so far this year, but I think that he's the guy in my mind that I'm like, okay, this is, this is somebody that you can still trust in those situations. We'll close up shop with Eric next, but first I want to tell you about Built Bar. Built Bar, most delicious protein bar on the planet. I I recently got my wife Kristen hooked on them because she was reading an article and she said, hey, I saw my wife's pregnant. We uh, have a a baby boy that's due in June. She said, I heard that Built Bars are good for women that are are having a baby or have just had a baby. I said, well, fantastic. I have all these different flavors and I, I let her try coconut um, brownie chunk and she was skeptical because she doesn't like protein bars but she tried it and she loved it and she started eating them more and more so coconut brownie chunk that's my favorite flavor I'm not even a big coconut person but I enjoy it but they have a ton of different flavors that you can enjoy or try out builtbar.com new promo code so listen up it's locked 15 locked 15 use that and get 20% off your next order builtbar.com 180 calories it's good fuel for your body and it's delicious Try it today. I'd agree with that. And, I mean, you know, as good as he is, like, Halen's still throwing low low 90s. Mm-hmm. So, that's, that's where he's topping out. And that's not everything. But, typically, you're back into the bullpen guy is throwing gas. And Marcelo fits that bill a little bit more. Uh, and Perez is also just a guy you're going to – like, he's probably going to walk a dude or two. Mm-hmm. And he might give up – like, you're just going to have to live with some of that stuff and hope that – he can hold on and, and keep teams off the scoreboard as much as possible. But, yeah, we'll, we'll probably keep talking about that because I imagine it's, yep. it's going to still be something that gets brought up. Okay, um, so how are we feeling, Erica? As I said, this might be – you'll have a series with Texas later and some important series will come up later on. But you could argue this is going to be the most important, like, six-game stretch of their season over the next couple weekends, going to Lubbock and then hosting Oklahoma State. Um, you couldn't ask for the team to be playing better right now, but just sort of what are your thoughts going into this series with Tech starting on Friday night? 
Yeah, I mean, the team, like you said, I mean, they've looked great. Um, we haven't talked about it. I'm sure you'll bring it up here in a second, but Tech just lost two out of three to K-State. Mm-hmm. So um, you see them maybe in a vulnerable uh, spot there. I don't want to take too much stock into that, though, because this is a team that is really talented, and they've got a ton of guys that um, will be drafted in the future. And so, uh, you know, everybody has a bad series. But I think the Frogs are right where they want to be, obviously. I mean, they haven't lost a conference game. Picking up two sweeps is huge. Um, it just gives you some more buffer buffer room in the standings there. Um, and so – I think the Frogs are right where they want to be. Um, yeah, these these next two weekend series, they're going to be a measuring stick for the team. Like you've beat up on two teams that you feel like you are better than and that you should be beating, and they've taken care of business. And now you've got some some two teams in Texas Tech and Oklahoma State that are uh, a little bit more evenly matched. And so um, the Frogs are going to get to – going to get to see how they measure up against the rest of um, the top teams in the conference. And so it's going to be a fun couple of weekends. It's probably going to be a wild ride. You'll probably uh, have some ups and downs. So it'll be fun to see how, how things turn out the next two weekends. Yeah. Eric mentioned that uh, kind of a bizarre series for tech. They won game one, 17 to one against Kansas state who coming into that series, I think they were one in three or oh and three maybe um and in big 12 play and then they lost the next two and they weren't particularly close so weird kind of wacky thing i mean it happens in baseball um last time they they lost three they would start the season oh and three and they lost games in that sec big 12 showdown and then they responded by reeling off like 20 straight so they've they've been able to bounce back before um, I, I don't know how much it carries over, but it, it's going to be fun. And, you know, we'll see how it plays out. As you said, though, before we got on, getting the sweeps is huge. And that, that was big today coming back because, you know, you saw Texas drop one to OU. You, you saw Tech drop one to Oklahoma State. Like, if you can start 6-0 and or go on a 6-0 and run, it does give you some cushion if you have – not the not the weekend you want um, on the road this this upcoming week. Absolutely, yeah. I heard I, I don't know who it was, but I heard somebody on one of the guys on one of the hype videos that was released. Uh, Eichel Davis, shout out to him. He does a great job putting those together. But um, I don't know if it was Halen or who it was, but they said um, going into Sunday's game, they said getting the sweep is a lot of times the difference between uh hosting regionals and super regionals and so i think the team is just man they're they are um they're not they don't want to let up you know even if you get two out of three and i i even mentioned this last last pod that you want to just win two out of three you'll be satisfied with that but once you get those first two um hey let's go ahead and get this sweep and uh continue to extend that that winning streak and that um that lead in the conference standings. And so, yeah, it's going to be a fun one against tech. I expect um, it's going to be close games. I think both, both squads can hit the ball really well. And so, um, you know, it's going to be, it's going to be a wild ride. I'm excited to see what happens. Last time they went to Lubbock, do you remember they lost two out of three? It was towards the end of the season, but 
on Friday night, Nick Lodolo was like lights out. Mm. And it was 0-0 in the 10th. And there was a guy on third for TCU, and I can't remember who was at the plate, but they struck out. But the catcher dropped it, so he had to throw to first. And he, like, shuffled a couple steps to make sure that he could make the throw without hitting the runner, and then he fell down. Mm. Like, he fell over. Man, I don't remember that. <laughs> and that, that was the one run they scored in that game, and they won one Man. to nothing. It Good was Lord. So <laughs> – Weird, weird things, things happen in Lubbock, right? Weird things happen in Lubbock. And I imagine – I don't know what capacity is there, but I would think the crowd's going to be rocking pretty oh, good. they're going to be rocking. Um, yeah. Out there because that's how it is in West Texas. So, mm-hmm. it'll be fun. We'll recap it next Monday. Eric Hughes, he joins me every Monday during baseball season, and we break down Frog Ball USA. I don't know. I might have to send them like $5 now or something for you. <laughs> pod. But, anyway, we'll talk to you next week. This has been Locked on Horned Frogs, part of the Locked on Podcast Network your team every day.